For Jeff MacArthur, I'm Arlene Bynan. You know, we hear about these shortages. We just heard it in the news conference that frontline workers in our hospitals really need to protect themselves. We also are hearing about shortages on things that are going to save lives. We hear in Italy that they're making decisions. Who gets the ventilator? In New York, reports coming out that they're trying to share ventilators. And that word ventilator is becoming like a block of gold in this fight. And there are some are trying to do something about it, including our next guest, who is Dr. Joe Fisher. He is a Thornhill Medical co-founder and innovator and a world-renowned research scientist who is developing a way to make these very, very precious ventilators. Dr. Fisher, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for asking me. All right. And what does a portable ventilator do that others don't do? Are there different kinds? I mean, there are some that fixed in the wall and this one would move around. Yeah. So uh, one step behind that. So there is a ventilator, but this is a life support system. Uh, this is something that was commissioned by the United States Marine Corps, and they weren't interested just in a ventilator. They wanted a life support system. So it includes a ventilator, but it also includes a whole bunch of other uh, modalities, uh, uh, sensors, uh, physiological sensors, electrocardiogram, uh, breathing <clears throat> sensors, and is able to assess other organ function because in uh, an epidemic, when you get an infection, it's not just the lungs that go, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. everything. It's everything. It's probably kidneys, liver. There's all sorts of things that go in. What you need is a life support system, which is so what this, they wanted us to develop. So this kind of sounds like a an intensive care unit that can be moved around. Yeah. So basically, this is a full intensive care unit in a meter-long Uh, 37-pound case. And uh, if you go into an intensive care unit, you see all the stuff that's hanging from the wall and on Mm -hmm. poles and everything. We put that all in this small case, 37 pounds. How do you do that? I mean, how do you become someone who's inventing such a complicated medical piece of equipment that has to do so many magical things? Well, uh, it started off, they just wanted me to um, design something for them so they wouldn't have to use oxygen tanks in the field. And that was, that was like, too complex for them, but it was simple for us because mm-hmm. I happened to be in that, in that scientific field. And then there's something called feature creep. Are you familiar with that? Feature creep is uh, when you do one thing for, for them, they say, oh, this is great. Can you now do this? Yes. <laughs> and then it creeps on, and you do that, and they say, oh, wow, now if we only had this, it would be amazing. So that's what happened. So for six years, we did that, and we'd say, no, this is too hard to do. they say, well, we'll pay you. Just do it. You know, just do it. And eventually, we were able to do all the things. And then once we did it, they said, mm-hmm. it's too big. Make it smaller. <laughs> make it lighter. Oh. Make it this. Make it that. And, and, um, and we did this for about six years. And it was sometimes frustrating and sometimes very rewarding. 
Now, it must have been rewarding on Friday morning when the Prime Minister stood there in Ottawa and talked about your company, brought up Thornhill Medical. How did that feel? Oh, my God. That was, you know, I had the shivers, right? But, mm-hmm. but you know, we've had a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, pleasure from from this device because it's now used around the world in in horrible situations. You know, people who are uh, terribly injured on the battlefield or during disasters, and it has been saving lives. It has allowed them to be transported. Uh, like we, we've had a lot of gratification from this thing. So there it is out in the battlefield. As it's transferred to this particular battle, COVID-19, what advantages does it have to help here? Um, It it has a number of advantages. First of all, it has all your ICU. And you say, well, I already have an ICU. I mean, what what do I need that for? Well, yes, but uh, when when that ICU is overwhelmed, you may be stalking people in the cafeteria. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what are you going to do then? How are you going to provide all the ICU stuff? Well, with this device, you just trot it out, you hang it on the side of the stretcher, bang, you have a whole ICU bed. And if you need to transfer the patient, you just move the stretcher with this thing on it. It runs on batteries. And by the way, it takes the oxygen out of the air. There's no oxygen tanks. There's nothing there. This is a magic, absolute magic machine. You know, having been through all the process, making it lighter, making it good for the battlefield, as you are watching this fight against COVID-19, what what are you thinking? Because, you know, has there ever been a time in a hospital setting that you thought this would be of such tremendous need? No, this is such a... Our whole world has turned inside out. You know, we thought this was overkill. You know, initially we thought this really? was good for for things like, you know, some guy who's out in a battlefield and gets blown up and, and he gets blown to pieces and you just put something together and you need to keep him alive so you can get him back for surgery or, you know, like things like that. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't really think <coughs> that it would be needed in in um, in civilian life until now. Wow, what a surprise that turns out. And now there is a call for innovation. Now you've got a shout-out by the Prime Minister. What is happening inside your mind, Dr. Joe Fisher, and your colleagues? Are you thinking of other things here? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, uh, we're thinking of other things. I think that uh, we have been, even before, um, you know, like a a good songwriter doesn't just have one song in them, right? How many songs do Beatles write, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, you got a good song, but you don't retire on that. You're not a one-song wonder. I don't think we are either. So we have, we have, we have lots of cool stuff uh, that we've been working on, that we've developed, um, that are out there. But this one right now, I think, hits a sweet spot in, in the current uh, situation that we're in right now. How many are in use, and how are you getting them out to people? Um, well, you have to remember that up until now, people didn't think they needed it, only people like uh, military mm-hmm. folks mm-hmm. And, and disaster relief and things like that. So there's about 200 out there uh, in various countries, but they've been, they've been everywhere. They've been in the Arctic. They've been to high-altitude mountains. They've been in the desert at, at high temperatures, this and that. And this was um, ruggedized by the military. They insisted 
that it be so tough that it will withstand all the temperatures being rained on, dropped, uh, this, that, and the other. So it's 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 been around. <laughs> it's unbelievable to hear about this. Incredible. This is just a gift from the gods as we fight this. And I can only imagine how it worked in the battlefield. Dr. Joe Fisher, thank you for everything. And we're all waiting for your next big idea. Great. My pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to you.